What's up, guys? New BCG podcast episode. Thank you all for tuning in. And um, first, I want to start off with um, saying happy Saturday. Uh, I hope you guys are having a good uh, Saturday. And um, I hope you had a great week. And again, thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, We're going to talk a little bit about basketball, though. So getting into uh, this episode, uh, first, I want to say that this Boston Celtics and Miami Heat series has been pretty uh, exciting, uh, especially with What's, what's, what could possibly happen tonight? Um, Boston Celtics have a chance to force a game seven. Uh, first off, I want to say that the Boston Celtics to me are my favorites to win the NBA Finals if uh, they go on to beat the Miami Heat or at least force a game seven. Um, I believe that Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown are to me two of my favorite young players. Like they're they're two of my favorites. You know, as far as um, not just playing basketball but seems like they have pretty good head on their shoulders as far as how they act outside of um off the court and I mean that's pretty cool to always see because it's like you know these guys collectively together they make so much money they're the front they're the faces of the franchise uh, at the Boston Celtics and it's like you know to see that especially out of young players uh, it's a really great thing to see, you know, so many, um, you know, young players who do the right thing and stay out of trouble and don't cause any problems and only go and play basketball are sometimes overlooked, you know, based on, you know, um, specifically with the whole, you know, John Morant thing that's taking place right now and how uh, he's being uh pointed and targeted in, in, a, in a way as far as conversation goes. And I'm not saying that. Um, he's been targeted because of not his own wrongdoing. But I'm saying as far as conversations, when we talk about stuff like this, he's like the main guy that people people speak of. And obviously because he's a young player in the NBA and he's probably to me, one of the, one of the players that has kind of made more of a, a fuss out, out, out off the court than any other player has. And um, obviously you're going to have, people are going to talk about, talk about that part of, 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 of what you do, if that's how you are operating and moving. So, um, Jalen Brown and, um, Jason Tatum are very young players, like 23, 24, I believe. Um, yeah, they're young and they're doing like an amazing job off the, off the court and, um, on the court as well. And, um, going into this off season, I think collectively the both of them are, uh, could possibly receive like a $600 million, uh, uh, $600 million collectively contract. So that means among the, each of them, they could get uh, possibly like, um, I think Jason Tatum, a $300 million extension and Jalen Brown is, um, due for like 250 million, like bananas, like crazy money. Like they, they, like, like they're, <laughs> they're killing it right now. And, um, I really love their games and I love the type of people that they are off the court. So, um, yeah, they're two of my young favorite players to watch. And, um, I truly have, I truly have a, a fun time watching them play, especially Jason Tatum when he's in his zone. And I think one thing about Jason Tatum is people got to understand is that, um, Jason Tatum has had these hot games. He's been playing really well, shooting really well. But one thing about Jason Tatum is when he's off, he's off. He's one of those type of players. Um, that's the thing with him. It's like when he's off, he's like completely off, and it's like no, like no switch. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I think um, 
in a lot of the games that he's played, uh, especially I think the game seven and with against Philly when he wasn't shooting well, wasn't doing well in the, in, in, in the first half. Second half, he just comes out, does – well, no, the fourth quarter, I think he comes out bananas and hits like – Big shots all the way down the line, and he's like the talk of the game after he's done and um, when they advance. And it's like, you know, this this is the type of player that Jason Tatum is, and that's why I like watching him play. He has ice in his veins. He plays like that. But I do will say that when he's off, he's off. And I'm rooting for them because I honestly um, – I enjoy watching them uh, play when they played against the Warriors last year. And that was a really good series. So I feel like they are, to me, my favorites to win it. If they don't advance, I am picking the Nuggets <laughs> in the NBA Finals. But if if they if they do advance, um, no, actually, if let me take that back. I said I'm picking the Nuggets. No, I'm picking the Boston Celtics. Uh, if 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 the Boston Celtics advance, I'm picking the Boston Celtics. But say if the Boston Celtics lose, I'm picking the Denver Nuggets to to win the finals. That's that's what I'm saying because the Denver Nuggets will be going up against the Miami Heat, and um, I think they're going to win that matchup. Uh, I mean, it's it's obviously going to be tough regardless. But um, I mean, it's the NBA Finals. But you got Jokic and you got Jamal Murray. I mean, those are two ballers, and I mean they. I love. They are another tandem that I love watching play. Um, just good. Jamal Murray is just good. Um, ice in his veins. You got um, Jokic. I mean, yeah, that dude is a baller. Like, he's obviously, to me, top five in the NBA. Um, there's no way you can dispute that. Um, and I honestly feel like maybe the NBA probably feels like they should have gave him that MVP award, you know, especially after what Joel Embiid did in that game seven against the Philadelphia, um, no, against the Boston Celtics. I honestly feel like these guys probably felt like they dropped the ball on not giving him MVP. But I am going to say this, though. Um, this might be what is pushing Jokic to play the way he's playing. You know, everybody has some type of motivation behind why they play the way they do. And I think Jokic probably said to himself, look, you guys want to give me MVP? All right, cool. Let me go and win the actual NBA championship. And, uh, yeah, let me just shut that down. And so he'll he'll obviously be the favorite next going into next year uh, for MVP. Um, also, too, uh, with, with this being um, a possible, you know, a possibility that they can force this game seven, um... Let me let me say this. I think Jalen Brown is going to have a big game. I think Jason Tatum is going to have a big game. And I think that the Boston Celtics are going to advance. This is what I believe is going to happen at 830. Uh, the game starts at 830. This is what I think is going to happen. I think they are going to do what everything they can to advance. I think other players are going to come in and play better. I think this team is going to advance. I'm sorry. I think they're going to win this game, and they're going to go and win another game uh, at, at 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 their own at their home uh, home place, and that is going to be the end of this series. That's just what I think. The only way that this does not happen, and not my personal opinion, is if Jimmy Butler can score forty points. If Jimmy Butler cannot do that, I believe that the Boston Celtics are going to win this series. And I am rooting for the Boston Celtics, so I'm obviously excited to see what happens tonight. Um, and as I said, obviously, uh, it is. Is this going to be a, a tough? It's going to be a tough game, but I am I am really, really rooting for uh, those two young guys in Boston. So 
I guess we'll have to see what happens. Um, also, too, just to touch on some other things, um, LeBron speaks on his retirement, things like that. Um, I don't think LeBron James is going to retire. I don't think that he's gotten to where he possibly – I don't think he's content. I don't think LeBron is content with just leaving the game just yet. I think he does want to play with his son. I also think that LeBron wants to win another ring before he's done. I know that there are people that may feel like he's solidified. Of course he is. Of course, Like solidified and done. Absolutely. But I don't think LeBron wants to retire before he can win that fifth ring. You know why? I don't think he wants Steph Curry. (laughs) I don't think he wants Steph Curry to win that fifth or sixth ring. That is just what I believe. I believe that we are overlooking this, this, this fact. And I'm sorry. I don't think LeBron is, is, is content with leaving the game. Um... I don't think LeBron is content with leaving the game with only four rings. I think he wants five rings. He's going to do everything in his might to win that five, his fifth ring. This year, LeBron James is turning 40 years old. He'll be 40 years old. As I said, I don't know how long much more he has to go. But if, if I'm, I'm going to be honest. I think we could possibly see LeBron playing to like 41 or 42. Because this guy is going to push as much as possible. To stay playing basketball um, until he's able to possibly win that fifth or sixth ring. Um, I, well, that, six is pushing it. I think he definitely wants to win his fifth, but I don't think he wants to uh, see Steph and those guys win anymore. I think he wants the Warriors to be done. I don't think the Warriors are done because I just feel like they have Steph Curry. I think they have a a good squad. I think Jordan Poole is going to continue to get better as a player. I think he's going to do much better next year. Hopefully they keep Draymond. And if they don't, I mean, that'll be a conversation that they will have to have with him. I think Klay Thompson is going to come back. If he doesn't come back, I hope they are able to fill uh, that hole because he's a big, intricate part when he's actually playing well. Um, and you know, I think they, they, the younger guys, they do have to look into because, you know, you have Jonathan Kuminga, you got Moses Moody. Um, you know, those, those, are, those are young players. You know, GP2, those are young players. You want to keep GP2. Um, you want to keep Kevon Looney. I mean, there are guys that they're obviously going to keep, but 100% sure that they are really going to have they are really going to have to make sure they're going to have to make sure they keep Draymond Green. <laughs> I don't know how they're going to do that. Um, I know Draymond and Clay are both in uh, com- contract talks and things like that, but uh, they're going to have to keep Draymond. If that means letting go of Clay, they can do so. I don't think Clay is going to be that old Clay like he once was. I hate to say that. Not everybody pans out that way once they have those surgeries things like that. I think Clay is one of those players. But Bob Myers may just possibly um, make a way for Clay to stay, you know. And I mean, my personal opinion and, and with that type with that type of situation is that Clay is a good player. He really is. But I'm still hating the fact that the Warriors let go of James Wiseman. I think that'll be something that'll bite him in the butt, and you know, eventually, because I feel like James Wiseman was such a young player. He had so much potential. Um, obviously, him leaving the team, it is it is a big deal because you know, a lot of the guys are getting older. You know, Curry's going to be 36. You know, guys are getting older now. 
Um, but the thing about Curry is that he has at least four more years left in him, maybe three more years to the most. I think Curry's going to be one of those players that gets out of the game early. But I'm, I'm telling you guys now that LeBron is going to try to stay around as much as possible um, because he doesn't, he, doesn't want, he doesn't want Curry to, to surpass him. And that's just, that's just what I think. That's just what I believe. I truly feel like even though people may say that he is fulfilled, like he is fully fulfilled, like he, he has done everything that you could possibly think of, but I do not feel like he wants to leave the game with having four for him, Curry. I just don't think that's what he wants. I think people are going to eventually realize that's, that's the holdup with, with his retirement talks. But it's gonna, it's, 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 if, if people don't notice it now, because I kind of notice it. I kind of notice it. You know, even now when you hear people talking now about um, off-season moves, they're speaking of, hey, well, let's let's see if LeBron joins uh, Curry so they can win their fifth ring. I'm just like, you guys are the same people who work overtime to uh, discredit Curry on all types of bases. But now you're saying, hey, let's let LeBron come join you in Golden State. You win a ring. Let me just say this. And I have to be I have to be hundred percent honest when I when I hear that. Curry's not gonna let that happen. Curry's the type of player that wants to be competitive. He wants to play against the best. He doesn't he doesn't want that. And I have to keep reminding people that Cameron Durant joined the Warriors. Steph Curry didn't go join another team. Steph Curry doesn't have that type of he's not that type of player. Steph Curry wants to win, but he wants to be competitive while doing so. He's not gonna go join another superstar like LeBron. He's not going to do that. If anything, he wants to play against LeBron. He wants to be competitive. He wants to uh, win against LeBron. That's what he wants. LeBron, in the other half, I can see LeBron right now, if, if given an opportunity to come join Steph Curry to play with the Warriors, I believe LeBron will do it. I believe so. I believe that LeBron would say, hell yeah, I want to go play with Steph Curry. I don't think Steph Curry wants that. And I, I, I'm sorry. I just think Steph Curry has a different type of mentality. People have yet to, to realize that and understand that the Warriors making a move for Kevin Durant to come to the Warriors had not, had, didn't have a whole lot to do with Curry. It was the fact that the front office wanted to win championships. They saw an opportunity to get a, a, a seven-foot guy like Kevin Durant. They knew that this guy was going to be box office. They bought him to the Warriors because he was open. My thing is, Kevin Durant had an opportunity to say, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to join this Warriors team that's 73-9 and nine and just beat us. I'm not going to do it. Let me go to another team that may need me, but a team that, you know, I can compete with the Warriors or I can go play against the Warriors. No, he actually joined the team that beat him and was 73-9. and nine. It's a mentality that you have to have to, you know, I get it. Everybody wants to say, that uh, Steph Curry did did this and that. Like, no. Steph Curry didn't... Steph Curry was open to Kevin Durant coming to play with him so he can win championships. That's it. Steph Curry doesn't have a say-so if the, if the front office is that. But let me tell you something. If it was on Curry's decision, I believe at that time Curry would have said absolutely not. That's just what I believe, and I still believe that right now. I believe if the GM and the people that were in those offices, in those seats, brought Curry in, if he had that type of power at that time, because you, gotta, you guys got to remember, 
when when Kevin Durant came to the Warriors, Steph Curry was just he was on his way to being like this 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 goat of a player, like this really really good player. But he wasn't there just yet. They had just won one ring. They only had one ring at that time. Obviously, they wanted to win more rings. But what I'm basically trying to say is, it wasn't in Steph's control to not allow Kevin Durant to come play with Golden State. They wanted what they wanted. Draymond Green calling Kevin Durant to come play with Steph Curry or whatever, uh, play with them, whatever the case was. If now, if it was a, if if somebody came out with something that said Steph Curry actually called Kevin Durant and told him to do that, no, I actually believe. Steph Curry, to me, is just not that type of player, and his mentality is totally different. That's what I like most about him since, he, since he's been in the league. You know, Giannis, Steph Curry, there are guys who will play by code by not going to join other superstars at other teams. Steph Curry is one of those players. Giannis is one of those players. I don't see any of those players ever doing that, ever. I don't see, I don't see any of those guys going to do that ever. No, I don't think Steph Curry would want to play with LeBron. And that's not and that's nothing it's not a knock against LeBron. I just don't think Steph Curry would do it. I just don't think Steph Curry is interested in going and playing with LeBron. I don't think that that's something that he's thinking about doing. I think if anything, if anything, LeBron would love to play with Curry, and I don't feel like it it has anything to do with um uh, with anything except for a mentality because LeBron was, was joining superstars way before Curry. So it's not about, you know, it's not about anything else other than your mentality and what you want. I do feel like LeBron is very much open to joining uh, superstars more than Curry is. And that's just my personal opinion. And I, I think that'll be a lot of people's opinion, you know, based on how he's operated throughout his years in the NBA. Only staying on one team, never going and joining another team. That's what I feel like um, puts him, separates him from a lot of players in the league, period. They can say whatever they want. You don't have to give him the credit, whatever the case is. His, his, his resume is flawless. Let's be real. Um, that's how I look at it. But um, what I was saying about the, the retirement talks, um, I don't think LeBron's going to retire. I think he's going to stay at least three or four more years, um, maybe three to the, le- to the, to the least, um, to, to the most, actually, <laughs> to the most, he's going to say probably three years and, um, yeah, he's, he's, he's definitely going to stay three years. I think so. I think that's his max, um, of playing ability. So, um, yeah, I'm looking, I'm very excited for this game tonight. I, I'm really looking forward to watching Jason Tatum. I'm really looking forward to watching um, Jalen Brown. I'm really looking forward to watching Jimmy Butler. Um, I think Jimmy Butler is a dope player, and I think he's, um, you know, I haven't had a whole lot of time to sit around and um, get into the whole conversations of people considering um, comparing him to Michael Jordan. Um, my thing is he hasn't even won a ring yet. So until he wins a ring... <laughs> Uh, let's let's keep that Michael Jordan uh, comparison to a minimum because there's no way in the world you can compare somebody who doesn't have a ring at his age um, to Michael Jordan. That's just that's just what I feel like. I needed to stop uh, seeing a lot of that on Twitter, and it's getting crazy. Like if, if if you really feel like Jimmy Butler is Michael Jordan, then something's wrong. You you have a good playoff run. Um, and then that's what you guys do is, comp- you know, compare these guys to these top dogs and these guys who have done it 
time and time again. I mean, it's ridiculous. Please stop. All right, and that's going to be the end of the episode. Thank you guys uh, for tuning into the BCG podcast. I uh, will definitely have more interviews actually coming next week and um, more episodes. Thank you guys for tuning in. All right.